The She Strong Media Podcast is a place that is created to help you build faith, to encourage you, and to equip you to do all that God has planned and purposed for you. And our goal here is that you would genuinely enjoy your everyday life in Christ as we get to learn, know, and trust our Lord Jesus Christ more. My name is Abisi Courage and I'm your host. My prayer for you today as you step into this episode is that it would bless you enough, inspire some transformation in your life. God bless you and let's get in there. Hey there guys, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. (laughs) So if you're new to this platform, I know you're probably going like, why did she just do that? Why did she have to say the three at the same time? Trust me, I wonder that every time too. But then, the reason I do say that, I think I have a very good reason for it. But for those who are always listening to the podcast, they do hear it from time to time in some episodes because I don't say it in every episode. I think maybe this one is special, so it probably just came out of my mouth. But then anyways, I do say that sometimes because I just want everyone who's listening to just feel included. It's my attempt to make you feel included and be like, oh, maybe she's recording this when I'm listening to it, you know? that's in my mind though it's in my mind guys like seriously the scene in my mind has played perfectly well and i you just feel comfortable right now so i hope that's what it's doing but if it's not working like that just let me know guys if it's working if it's not working let me know but i just really want to welcome you for taking out a time of your day to listen to the podcast and um guys we are rounding up 2022 You know, I feel like this year is one of those years that deserves a round of applause. I mean, it's been a beautiful year. And for me, if I want to sum up the year, I think I have one word for 2022 that is faithful. I feel like God has been so faithful throughout the entire year. You know, the blessings, the miracles, the testimonies, the little miracles, the big miracles. Like, it's been an amazing year and he has protected and taken care of us till the end. And even greater things are to come in 2023. Don't you? Don't you feel it? So, um. I just want to use this opportunity to say a very big thank you to you who is listening right now, to everyone who prays for this podcast, encourages the podcast, shares it, gives a review, um, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, read the book. You know, it's an amazing thing to see what God is doing. So I'm really so grateful that you guys are an amazing support system. I love you so much. And I'm super excited about today's episode because I brought on a friend. And I was so grateful when I reached out to him. I was like, would you like to be in the podcast? And he was like, yeah, let me hear about it. Let's do it. And I'm so, so grateful that, you know, God would bring these people in, into our lives that would come and would share with us what the Lord has deposited in their hearts. And uh, our topic of today is listen to obey. I really pray that you can listen to the end. Uh, my my guest for today, his name is Ike. And Ike is a husband to his lovely wife, Melissa. And he is a lover of God, which is something that I really do admire in him. His passion for God's people, his love towards the work of God, his heart for serving, serving God and serving others. Amazing. And he also works in ministry. That's something that he used to do. He's originally uh, from the Philippines. Um, used to do a lot of stuff, you know, uh, reach out to people with God's word, raise young leaders for the work that is ahead. And actually getting into ministry or me starting to serve is how I got to meet um, Ike. He also serves in church and he's in ministry. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so we he's he actually serves and leads a young adult group in my church. And we also get to host online services together sometimes. So I've gotten to hear and I've gotten to see how much passion he has and the love of God in his heart. So I was like, 
I got to bring him on here and hopefully more episodes too. So I really pray that you guys love and enjoy this episode. If you have any questions, if this topic raises anything, you guys know where to find me. God bless you. Let's get in there. Hey guys. So as you just heard in our intro, we actually have a guest today on the podcast. <laughs> I was supposed to say hi. No, <laughs> but he's already talking. So our guest for today. <laughs> well, this is nice. <laughs> it is nice. It is Ike, and I'm super excited. I know you all have heard about him in the intro, but it is like a great opportunity for me to have him on the podcast, and I'm so grateful that you said yes to coming on here today. Yes, I am really honored yeah. to have been invited to this podcast, and uh, yeah. Well, what can I say? But um, I'm excited. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know what else is going to happen after this, but uh, yeah, let, let's. I'll just stick with the word excited. Yes, we are excited. I'm super excited. Every time I get a guest, you know, for me, it's like God telling me once more that, you know, this podcast is doing the right thing and we mm. are here to like tell people more about Jesus. So, yeah. So, guys, if it is your first time jumping on here and you're listening to me rambling everywhere, it is called the Shishwa Media Podcast. And it's a podcast created for the Christian by a Christian. It's a line I came up with, by the mm-hmm. way, if you're wondering what's going on. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird line, but I love saying it. It's, it's fine. As long as it rhymes, I'm as okay as with, the rhymes. Rhyme. <laughs> with the rhyme. <laughs> so, it is a place where we just get to be family and share mm-hmm. God's word, encourage each other, build faith, and equip each other for, you know, Everything that God has planned for his children to do on the earth. Yeah. Mm, wow. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. So, uh, Ike, but before we get into our episode, we have a tradition here on mm-hmm. the podcast. Mm-hmm. We have like a one to five minutes of being thankful. So, we take out a little bit of time to say maybe something that happened during the week. You can feel free to tell us the whole scene and everything that happened. Okay. Yeah. But so, I only have like five minutes you only to do have it. Five. Okay. <laughs> so, if if you want to look back at the year, I know we are up until you have like three more days for the year to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you want to look back at the year, something significant is just for us to create like a habit of telling mm-hmm. God we're think we're thankful. You know, thank you for mm-hmm. everything you do, the mm-hmm. little things, the big things, and all that. Okay, gotcha. Alrighty. Um. Well. Um. I I, I guess I need to start with. Um, for this year, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I definitely need to start with being able to come here to Dubai. Yeah, that's um, that is number one amazing because uh, yeah, it's it's not as easy as some people would say. Yeah, I, I, coming here to Dubai is you know, I'll, I'll admit it's not the hardest thing to do, but to be able to stay here and work and and do stuff that's that's where the challenge comes. Yeah. Um. So just to be able to come here and somehow work. Uh, you know, glory to God for that. Um, main reason why I came here was never actually for work, but to, to get married. It's my fiance at the time uh, was here. Uh, and I say was because she's no longer my fiance. She's now my wife. Yes, guys. Amen. He's married. He's, he's like, no more there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's another thing to be yeah. extremely grateful for. Mm-hmm. So, I got married here in Dubai. Amazing. Uh, you know, they say, Habibi, come Habibi. to Dubai. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> come to Dubai, you I, get married, yeah. guys. Come to Dubai, get married. <laughs> well, you know, terms and conditions apply. Mm, they apply. <laughs> you have to read read everything yeah, yeah, yeah. properly. There's an asterisk there. There's an asterisk. Um. What else? Uh, yeah, so um, 
I guess part of my introduction is that back in the Philippines, I worked with an organization yeah. um, just to keep them safe. I won't, I won't name the organization, but uh, basically we're, we're, um, we're ministry workers. Mm. And what we do is, you know, we go around and our catchphrase is to know God and make him known. Amazing. So, yeah, and that's what we do. Um, and we've been do- I've been doing that for three years full time. Uh, coming here to Dubai, I was thinking maybe it was this God saying, you know, close the curtain on that and go back to the corporate world. And guess what? Nope. Nope. <laughs> you know, but that's so amazing. I love your story, guys. I actually had the, you know, front row seats to listen to his story because, you know, I feel like why I really wanted you on the podcast is because when you told me that story, I was like, this is like God literally mapping out someone's life and putting mm-hmm. them where he really wants them to be. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you take the detours, you would wait a little bit, and oh, yeah. some people would give up on the way, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. And I just love that God, like, rightly positioned you. It might not have seemed as easy as I'm saying it mm-hmm. now, but then yeah. God did For do sure. that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Like, everything you said. There's just one thing that I don't fully agree with mm-hmm. when you said I didn't give up because that part is not true though. Okay. I mean, it like me being here kind of makes it look like you'd never gave up, but mm-hmm. no. Like I've there were a lot of times when I just like I'm done, I'm mm-hmm. done, I'm finished. Like kalas, you know, <laughs> one of the few words I learned here in Dubai. You learned that um, pretty fast. Yeah, so <laughs> you know that's that's not true. I I know for myself, but you know, like. Really, it was God just picking me up. Yeah. Every time, like I said, no more, no more. He was like, nope, nope. Amazing. Not your will, but. And I really like how you said that. Like the honesty mm-hmm. is very good because um, maybe I didn't know that part, mm-hmm. but then he would have communicated something like, you know, when you give up, you give up. Or maybe someone who's giving yeah, up yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, so, yeah. and then they're thinking maybe God is not there and everything, but you're being honest and saying there were some times that I really didn't feel like doing it anymore yeah, or I yeah, gave absolutely. up on everything, but God kept picking you up. He kept yeah. reminding you of, yeah. you know, everything for that he sure, has planned. So sure. it, it does happen sometimes, especially as young people, I think. Oh man, I would say not sometimes. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> a lot, a lot of times it just happens. And yeah. Oh, so I feel like we're getting, you know, yeah, super duper getting... deep into it. So one final thing I'd like to add to something that I'm super grateful for was this week specifically because it was so fresh this week. Um, so I got to baptize someone. Amazing. Like it, Guys, he's been doing that and oh I love it. I gosh. love it so much. For me, I was like, man, like, to, to be honest, here's the thing. If you're listening, because again, this podcast is for the Christians. It's for the by, Christian. by yeah. Christians, right? Like, you know, a lot of people like, and I'm sharing it not because like ugh, I get to brag to people that I baptize someone. Mm. No, because you know I get to tell you the good news that I that God allowed me to do that. Yeah. And here's what I'm gonna say though. Bap like not just baptism, like ministry. Ministry tends to do something more with the person doing it compared to the person receiving it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean that. Like, you know, the person receiving ministry doesn't get anything out of it. They they get some like they get something yeah. or someone rather. But for the ones doing ministry, it's so easy to fall into the trap where oh I'm just doing the, the, yeah, the you work. Become used to it. I become used to it. But when you see someone just open their eyes and say, I I trust Jesus now. 
with everything I've got, and I'm not ashamed to say it, that does something to you. Mm. And that just reignites your heart and your passion for God. So that's why I get to, like, you know, I'm really excited about, you know, dunking (laughs) dunking someone (laughs) in the water. I like how you said that. (laughs) I asked him, like, do you want to see us or do you want to see Jesus? I was like, why are you asking? Well, if, if you say us, then I'll dunk you in the water for, like, three seconds. If you want to see Jesus, we'll dunk you for 30 minutes. Wow. <laughs> You'll probably drown. <laughs> you know. Not 30 minutes, though. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he, he still saw us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that was just amazing. Um, and then on Christmas Day, amazing. Another, another batch of people went ahead and got baptized. Wow. And, you know, I can't disclose the name. But, uh, yeah, someone in the group just said, like, you know, um, I'll I'll leave you guys to the listeners. I'll leave you to connect dots. But basically, when she was a child, she was forced to work in particular industry mm. that is damaging, you know, for a young child. Yeah, and that's been her livelihood because that's all she knew mm. until the day that she decided, like, until the day that she decided to respond to God's call for her life. That you're no longer a slave. You're my daughter. Man, like everyone that day was just like, you know. Crying and sobbing. Crying and they were adding. so The water became so much yeah. saltier. <laughs> but, Salt to the water. Oh, man. That was just amazing. On Christmas on Day. On Christmas Day. And you know, you sharing this, like it's a reminder for you even doing it. Like mm-hmm. you're like, this is why we are doing everything we're doing. When we see people come to Jesus, you see the transformation. Yeah. I feel like the for me, the beauty is in the transformation. Seeing how someone was and how they progressed to where they they live in freedom, in healing, and you see how they're growing in the things of God. I think that's where the real the real Jesus work is. Yeah. That's yeah. where you get to see everything that, you know, we're yeah. called to do. And more than a program, is yeah. we're in the transformation or the yeah. you know, redemption or whatever God wants to call it. Amen. So you we took more than five minutes, but don't worry. This is what always happens. No, because happens there was a sidetrack. Yeah, over I mean, there. we were like already getting to the topic and everything. <laughs> you know, at some point when we were going, I was like, "Can we just wait for this and put this part at the, at the end?" You know, but then it happens to me all the time when I do this. I would just mm-hmm. like go for like ten minutes yeah. talking. Get into the rabbit hole. Yeah, but you, you know, know, there's so many things for us to be grateful to God for. You know, He's yeah. He's an amazing God. Absolutely. So our topic of today, guys, we are going to be talking about listen to obey. Now, this was not the original topic, but mm-hmm. then when I was thinking about Ike and I was like, he's very passionate about the young people and the youth. Uh, what is something that I have seen in the young people today and even in myself sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, is that we struggle sometimes to actually do what God has said we should do. Mm-hmm. Either we are work, uh, like living in a state of procrastinating mm-hmm. or being like, Lord, I cannot do that now. Maybe I'll do it later. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yeah. you're like really worried about your future and you're just like, let me do some things now. I can do this for God later. Yeah. You know, all, all those things revolving the young person. They're worried about their family, their future, if they're going to get a job, if they're going to graduate. You know, so many things that revolve around the young person. Absolutely. So I wanted us to like uh, talk more about how they can still serve God and do all of those things. Yeah. For me, that's what I, I really believe, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but before we get into the topic, I'll just read our scriptures of the day. We will read from John 12, uh, 26, and I, you're going to read the second scripture. Okay? 
Galatians. Yeah, Galatians. Okay. So John twelve twenty six says, "Anyone who wants to serve me must follow me, because my servants must be where I am, and the Father will honor anyone who serves me." Galatians five twenty five says, "Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives." Amen. And uh, like uh, so. <laughs> usually this is a weird part where i turn and i look at the guest and i'm like so what's up mm. but then <laughs> so but when you heard the topic and then with a little bit of you know the scriptures that we've read and yeah. surrounding uh what what is there about the young adult who is like um finding it hard to work with god uh mm-hmm. what comes to your mind first Ooh, well um i i'm a person who like you know we can always look at other people yeah but you know, and then that that would just become a, a study mm. or like you know an example per se of so you know when you look at a textbook, look at example A. I mean, it gives you a de- good description, but it's it's another thing. Like it's one thing to look at a textbook about you know, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna get graphic here. It's okay. <laughs> um, about dissecting something, mm-hmm. and it's another to actually dissect something. Yeah. Right. So. And this is how I'm probably going to answer some of the questions. So when you ask me a question as a young person, what goes to your mind? What are the challenges? Um, and really, you know, I would say this. Um, the world. The world has, you know, it's not a kind place right now. Um, I think, it, you know, it, it's either it's unkind, like, it gives you the uh, dopamine rush of things like get this, get that, do this, do that, enjoy life, this and that. And also there's a hustle culture. Yeah, hustle. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you don't get to get all those things if you don't hustle. Yeah. All right? Um, and like now our identities, our self-worth are, are based off of that. And it kind of looks fun, but it's one of the most like unkind things. I have ever seen, um, you know, it's, it's just uh, traumatic. Um, I I lived through that um, as well. Like I I went I, I ran the rat race. <laughs> tried to climb the corporate ladder, ladder, just getting on everyone's good graces, and and eventually, you know, it was, um, you know, it was satisfactory, mm-hmm. and it left me empty. So, if the world is unkind, how does that, you know, relate to a young person's walk, journey, school, work, life with God? And it's it's really just because, you know, like, I love how Jesus says it in the proper context when he says, um, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. A lot of us think that's a physical thing. It's actually not. Jesus was talking about the law. Mm. Um, because the law, the Torah, um, or you can, you guys can read your Deuteronomy, Leviticus, Numbers, um, and you'll find out there all the laws that God had to enforce because the world was unkind. Mm. Like the world was sacrificing babies. The world was, you know, objectifying women. The world was killing, stealing, hoarding. Uh, the the world was so 
you know, hateful towards the poor. Yeah. Because for them, might makes right. That's, and we, we may not have like, you know, those things now. How but, it used to be. But, but then. there's modern versions of it. Yeah. And the law had to be placed to stop that. And so the law was, act, but the law also became like, you know, a he- very heavy thing. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus says, I fulfilled all of the law. So that you're you're not only, you know, it's not to keep you safe against the law, but so that you are to be able to keep it rightly. So yeah. that the unkindness of the world doesn't get to you anymore. Mm-hmm. And sadly, a lot of young people today still don't know Jesus. They know Jesus. They don't know yeah, I know it's they the same word. They don't know, no. Yeah, yeah. Double no. <laughs> they don't know, no. And you know, talking about that, you know, sometimes I look at that in two ways because sometimes we have those young people who were raised in the church and born in the church and everything, grew up with the Christian family, the mm-hmm. whole go to church on Sunday and yeah. everything. So most of them just know the God of my mom, mm-hmm. or maybe they would just do it because everyone was doing it at that time. Yeah. But, you know, like with everyone I've actually spoken to, maybe in their 20s or close to their 30s, they always tell me there was that time for me where I finally got to see God for myself. Yeah. And not just what anyone else told me and those kind of things. So even for me, that was the case also for me because mm-hmm. I grew up in a Christian home. My mom did everything, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. what they would do, buy the book. But then, like for me, it really happened when I came here to Dubai. Mm-hmm. I, mom is not there to pray for you all the time anymore. Though I was still, I was very, very consistent with my faith, but I hadn't really like experienced God the way you know someone would take God to heart. Yeah. So while being mm. here, I got to my faith. I was building my faith, then I got to experience God in some really hard times. That's mm. when I knew that this it's real and everything. So, so yeah. everyone has that time for for them. Absolutely. And talking about the culture and everything, like yeah, young people have a lot to do with these days. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If we're Absolutely. talking about social media, mm-hmm. there's a lot of comparison and there's a lot of pressure, I realize, they put on themselves yeah. by, like, from their minds, with their peers, and a lot of things. So, we really need Jesus, especially for the young people. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, I'm, like, um, trying to see my next question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're trying to find that. I'm trying to find my yeah. next question. I, I know that sounds very you know, general for for some of our listeners probably. Yeah. Everybody needs Jesus. The young people uh, needs Jesus. And, and yeah, uh, like, be, because you can't deny that they're, they're like the young people, if, you know, they're your next influencers. They are. They're your next leaders. They're our next whatever, you know. And, and if we, you know, don't become, like, I'm, I'm Filipino. So it's it's kuya and ate, big brother and big, big sister. Yeah. If we don't become kuyas and ates to them, you know, the world is going to do that for, yeah. for them. If you don't teach them, they're going to learn it from somewhere else. They're going to see it from someone else. Mm-hmm. And this, like, it doesn't just mean for the little kid at home, mm-hmm. the young person who is sitting quiet there and you think they're not saying anything or doing anything, they're watching you and they're mm-hmm. seeing whatever is going on. They're learning from their friends. Mm-hmm. And if you don't show them the right way, they do their own thing. And... You know, there there is this scripture I love. I think it's from Second uh, Corinthians. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about not despising your youth. Yeah. So, like, for me, whenever I read that scripture, what comes into my mind is Paul is trying to tell us that we should serve God in our youth yeah. and not 
like he's telling you not to wait to when you're old and when you're kingly before you can serve God. Because whatever you put into yourself as a young person, that's what's going to help you later on in life. Mm-hmm. And that's where we progress to from the youth to the young adult or maybe the person with five kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you yeah. learned as a youth or as a teenager, that is what is going to help you far like yeah. ahead of your years or something like that. So sure. if you don't like put yourself in the right place, surround yourself with the right kind of friends, the right kind of people who are like encouraging your work with God and then just like putting yourself where God wants you to be. It's going to be really hard, you know, walking the road of life. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now I just want also, because part of it, yeah. Um, I just want to like, you know, if your mom is listening right now, good job. <laughs> good job. Courage. Mom. <laughs> I would let her know to listen. Cause here's the thing. I just want everyone to know that Christian, the, Christian parenting works. It does work. Because a lot of people are like, ah, oh, your parents are Christian. Your parents are like, yeah. Like, again, um, I don't know. Like, again, at the end of the day, Jesus is Lord, regardless yeah. of what happens. But here's the thing. Looking at you and looking at my friend back home, like, I have one, one of my friends, like, you know, usually testimonies are like, before Jesus, I was this, I was that. Yeah. My life was so tragic and so sinful. And he's like, every time he hears those testimonies, he's like, I feel kind of lonely because I never got to experience that stuff. But then it's also a testimony that, well, you know why? Because my dad raised me right. Because my dad listened to God and raised me right. Christian parenting works. You know, you saying that, it's a lot of relief for me. Because like for a very long time, for me, it used to be very hard settling in into... I don't want to call it like situations and you know people and settings mm-hmm. because everyone always has those stories, you know. And then you like sometimes you can come off at as a goody two shoes. Should mm-hmm. I should I say like yeah, I would, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you know, sometimes I would I usually say you know I'm not trying to say I'm better than you, right? I, mm-hmm. That's what I would always say. I'm not trying to say that, but you asked for my side of the story, and this is this is what you get. So. It's it's not like I would have lived a you know those, that kind of life, mm-hmm. but then she did her part. So for yeah. me, like I feel like if she didn't do what she did, it would have really been hard for me yeah. living by myself here for a very long time. Like because for me, like I had more challenges, especially with my my health and then mentally also, mm-hmm. and then trying to keep up with my faith and so many things. Like it was really really something that if I didn't have a foundation, yeah. I would have like fallen apart. See, yeah. yeah. So kudos to all the Christian parents are out there. And I guess, you know, in a way, I know our topic is for young people. Yeah. But for those young people, young adults who are thinking of, you know, becoming parents, mm-hmm. guys, look, you know, it works. Yeah. It's not because the parenting style works. It's because God's word works. God is real. That's true. Yeah. So we'll and never th- fail. this has seeds that you're planting into the kids. Yeah. The seeds that you're planting. So, are there any particular challenges you have maybe noticed with young people obeying God's word? Mm. Or maybe some personal experiences you want to share? Okay, so, um, definitely, here's the thing. I actually had a, like, the conversation I had last night. It's amazing how God works. I had a conversation (laughs) last night that answers this question. Wow. One of the toughest challenges right now for young adults, youth, and I experienced this while talking to a 12-year-old. Wow. Here's the thing. Everyone is right. 
You know like, that? I'm really silent right now because it's a very hard word these days. Everyone is right. No one can be wrong. Yeah. That is one of the most, if not currently, the biggest challenge we have today. Because everyone has to be validated. Yeah. Everyone has to be valid. You are not allowed to call someone out. Yeah. Like the moment you do, you get canceled. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I could get canceled for, for saying this you right could now. Get, and now I feel like we're walking on eggshells. You're like, if I say this, is it offensive? Or they would say I'm racist. Or they would say I'm this, I'm that. Like the other day someone made a statement like, your hair, they talked about someone's hair. We were like mm-hmm, three Africans. Mm-hmm. So when one talked about the hair and then the other one was like, don't say anything. They're going to say it's racist. And we're like, he said the hair was nice. Why should you say we're going to say it's racist? So mm-hmm. it's like people are overthinking every single thing. Mm-hmm. So like you get the ones that are fighting on co- in the comment section. Like everyone oh, is yeah. like, you know, oh, canceling yeah, yeah. everyone. I, I, when said. I see something like that, I'll just, you know, get the gift. Or GIF, I don't know how you guys the say GIF. it. Yeah, the GIF of uh, the guy eating popcorn. <laughs> Is that just eating popcorn here? Just reading the comments. But yeah, absolutely. Like, everyone has to be right. And there's there's actually a quote that um, that my friend showed. I, I wish I remembered the author of the quote. but And I, I don't think I can say the quote word per word. But the gist of the quote was this. It used to be this. Doubt yourself. But never doubt the truth. Nowadays, truth is subjective. Yeah. Yourself. That's that's the truth. Do you, boo? Do you. <laughs> that's so dangerous. Yeah. That is so damaging. Because here's here's another thing. You know? Like, if truth is subjective and, and if truth should be able to change, how is it true? Right? Yeah. Like what's okay. true today can't can't be true tomorrow. It's like saying like today if like I turn on the faucet and water hits my hand and that makes my hand wet. But tomorrow no, it makes my hand dry. What? And they're like, because it makes my hand dry today, you have to just go along with it. Exactly. You don't have to say anything like this is my truth today. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's something that I realized about this truth thing for mm-hmm. a very long time for like because I I, I the word of God. Mm-hmm. is truth mm-hmm. so if someone is telling me to live out my truth there, there's a way i always try to see see this whole thing play mm-hmm. because the bible when we read the bible we get to see the people that god has created we, we get to see how he explains who we are how mm-hmm. we are supposed to live the kind of people that he has created us to be mm-hmm. so yeah. if i'm reading that and that is supposed to be my truth so it, it means that I'm supposed to be living out the truth, which is the word of God. Mm-hmm. So if I'm living out a certain kind of truth that doesn't tie with what the word of God says, is that really the truth? Because sometimes I feel like we should sit down and think about the truth that we are telling people to live out. It is, if you're telling me to live out a truth, it should be the word of God because that is what defines who we are. It's mm-hmm. what defines our, our identity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as as a young person, I think, you know, not trying to let the world define who you are, your mm-hmm. identity and everything that you you stand for, but trying to live your life according to the word of God, you know, God's standard, which means you need to read your Bible. Guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. So something about that is because like, oh, how do you know the Bible is true? 
That's the other thing, right? <laughs> and I would say, like, okay, you want to be logical about it. Mm-hmm. Well, here, here's the thing. The Bible doesn't shy away from that. Yeah. You can read scripture, and scripture can't defend itself. It That's is true. unfallible. You, you can, it doesn't fail. So here's the thing. Um, so I, I had a conversation with a 12-year-old, um, and I told her, uh, I shared to her the gospel, right? Um, and then the 12-year-old asks me, um, you know, I cite an example of like, so what is sin? I, I said, well, sin can be a number of things. It has a large definition pool. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, it's, it's a lot of people would say sin is disobedience to God. I think that is an oversimplification mm-hmm. of sin. But ultimately, how about we stick with what sin actually does so yeah. that you know what it is? Yeah. So sin, like, you know, is anything that breaks relationship. Sin is anything that breaks trust. Sin is anything that 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 causes death. Death not like not like life or death, like not just life or death, because it can, but like the death of a relationship, the death of trust, the death of, of something. Something ends when sin comes in. Mm, yeah. Right? Um, so that's 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 sin. And then um so like for example, um, you know, like sin and sin also tends to damage people. Yeah. So, uh, I remember my conversation with this twelve-year-old. I, I like I remember like, did you remember when your sister poked your eye with this, um, you know, the balloon and yeah. as a stick? She poked her eye. You know, the twelve-year-old said, "Oh yeah, that really hurt." Okay, yeah. How did you feel? You your eye got poked. He was like, "Well, it hurt, but here's the thing. Like, are you saying that that's sin?" I was like, "Yeah, there was sin in there." And then she was like, why? A 12-year-old was, like, you know she was getting defensive about yeah. this. So here's the thing. She said, why? Why is it sin when I know it's an accident? Mm. Mm, right? I was like, mm. but how did you feel? So, like, you're trying to defend your little sister. That's honorable. But I'm asking you how you felt. It's fine with me. It's like, okay. So are you saying there was no sin in that scenario? So yeah, there was no sin in that scenario because it was all an accident. Okay. And it was fine for you that your eye got poked. Yeah, it was fine for me. Okay. All right. Um, so two things. What did your mom tell your younger sister to stop doing before she poked your eye? And she said, stop playing with the stick. Yeah. Because you might hurt someone. Mm. And what did your sister do? She didn't listen. And then your eye got poked. Mm-hmm. You see where the problem is now? And then, well, still, it was fine with me. Okay, so it's fine with you. That's your truth, right? Yeah. So now, because of your truth, it affects your sister's truth. Mm. That it's fine for her to do, that again. to do that again. What if she does that to somebody who's not you? Who doesn't share your truth yeah. and values that it's okay for your eye to get poked with a stick. She says, well, now that's a problem. Yeah. Mm. So you see what sin does? And you see how, and basically from this story, you see yeah. how like the distortion of what truth should be so damaging. A 12-year-old is speaking like this. I'm not saying the 12-year-old is not allowed to speak, mm. but you see how warped their, their minds have been. 
Um, I would even say it, it's like a it's like a a sad version of a humanitarian belief system yeah. where you can't blame her. You can't blame her. It was an accident until you connect the dots and you look at the whole story. You see that there is something wrong. And, you know, at the end of the day, and I, so the conversation like, okay, so um, how do I know that, you know, um, she should not have played with the, <laughs> the stick? Yeah. I was like, the moment her, your mom told her to stop playing yeah. with it. I was like, well, like, isn't that just basic thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what does the Bible say? Children, obey Be your, your parents. parents. Yeah. And she's like, okay. <laughs> so you see it, it it's there yeah the word of god is is like if you're gonna ask me the word of god is impractical no it is it is very practical and it's like in our everyday lives in the little things also like that yeah like that <laughs> like the kid <laughs> so but you know you te- you saying that story it just like opened up my mind because there is there is something I've been noticing. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, we don't say too much these days because you're like, either you're going to get into an argument with someone and that's not what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So, but like, I, f- I feel like she was just okay with her sister doing that because she was like, I cannot do anything about it first. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. You know, like, what I'm trying to say is there is like, there's like a compromise yeah. going around. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's okay for me to watch that movie. It's okay for me to go to this, mm. you know, this gathering where my spirit is really telling me get out of here, but mm. I'm still there. Like I just feel like there's a lot of it's okay going on, mm-hmm. especially with the young people. And yeah. I have this firm belief that the devil is going after the younger generation, yeah. and he's just trying to either distort things, teach them a certain kind of way of living, mm-hmm. because he's just like. He knows what he's working towards. We all know, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but then this is where we find young people finding it hard to like obey God and actually listen to what he's telling them to do. Because you hear a lot of young people saying, you know, I really want to do this for God, but I don't have the time. But then I'm doing five jobs, but then my, my parents don't agree to this or maybe my fiance doesn't agree to this or maybe mm. I'm just lazy. Maybe I'm just tired. Maybe I'm worried about this or let me work enough first. So all these things you find the the young person like they find it hard to actually listen to God's instruction and actually do it. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and it, it's all part because of how the world has somehow yeah. constructed society that hustle culture. Hustle culture. Yeah, if you're not if you're not making money right now, you're not doing enough. You know, <laughs> enjoy your best life now. Oh my God! Uh, you know, this week I saw something. I think it's a quote on Instagram and the the lady, the cartoon in the quote, she was lying on the floor and so tired. And she was like, adulthood is people walking around telling other people they're tired and the people also telling them they're tired of everything. And then all of us are just tired people. We don't want to do anything. We're just, adulthood is bad. You know, when I read that, it actually made me think a lot mm-hmm. because I think for like maybe three months ago mm-hmm. i was i was one of those tired people yeah and if i meet you i will tell you i'm so tired i don't want to work i just want to sleep i don't want to do anything but then somehow i don't know if that was god talking but I, I just felt like maybe i should complain less mm-hmm. you know i you know you know spurring it out every time that i'm tired and this because sometimes i should maybe find the good in everything that's going on you know yeah yeah because there's always something everywhere absolutely 
Also, you know, th- this might be counter to the to the point we're trying to make. But, no, it's okay. <laughs> but here's here's another thing though. I mm-hmm. also want us. Uh, my prayer for us, you know, Christians, uh, you know, whether whatever age group you are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like the whole thing of taking. Um, I love when Colossians says, "In whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God." Right. Yeah. And here's another thing. Here's a great thing about the Word of God, and we just went through this in here at church at, at fellowship. Yeah, right? the work series. The right? work series. I love it because it it the 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 sermon series actually balances itself out. The Word of God, yeah, like, is just so perfect in a sense where here's the Word telling you do 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 do, mm-hmm. and the Word of God actually encourages us to do as well. Yeah, right. Um, which is to in everything you do, do it all for the glory of God. So. If if you're if you're one of those people who fits in the category of like I'm too busy I'm doing five jobs how can I still serve in ministry mm. you're doing five jobs and you are doing ministry yeah through your five jobs but we don't want you to fall into the trap of okay and everything I do do it for the glory of God do it for the glory of God. and then you become this person whom you read and like you know the Pharisees yeah. you become that yeah that's what you become. You lose out on the joy of oh, having that relationship yeah. with God. And so the God's solution for that was rest. And resting is every bit much ministry as serving in a particular ministry or a particular job. And I, I hope that people who, like, you know, are not in full-time ministry work, laymen, as we would call yeah. it. Not lame men, okay? That's, <laughs> that's a different thing. Laymen, you know. Um work has to be part of of your you know of your work life balance as they would yeah. call it if there was a balance <laughs> and um i don't know uh i'm not in anyone's shoes to be able to say this but i know from experience but not here in dubai but yeah. here back in the philippines where i really told my boss i like what you said boss i'm tired i'm mentally tired yeah. like i got sleep yes but i Drained. drained no energy like, the life has been sucked out of me and you know what i like when i opened that up to my boss my boss would you like a one week yeah off? and you've said it already rest is very important yeah because i've we we are, we are all going like it's a machine you cannot do like that you have to rest you have to find time to you actually have to take time to pour into yourself before you can pour out of yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you don't take out time to rest, and that's why for me, like right now, I love my rest time. And it's not just about sleeping. You can also, like, for me, I journal. Sometimes it, it's also part of my rest. Mm-hmm. If I'm listening to a sermon or I'm just doing anything, watch a movie or anything, that's also something rest. Something relaxing. Yeah, something relaxing. So mm-hmm. you, you have to make rest part of your routine, part of your weekly routine. Because if you don't do that, then... You can't actually do the ministry that we are talking about. Something that something that's countering rest right now is actually FOMO. Because <laughs> they're like, if, <laughs> if I rest, if I sleep while all my friends are awake, I'm missing out. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and there's this okay. thing I heard someone said. They were like, we're going to sleep when we're dead. I was like, what do you mean? Work, work now. Sleep when you're dead. I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> How, how how can you tell someone to do that? No. They, like, we can try to find the balance that we can find. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's also possible. Like, find the balance that works for you. Because there's something I always say, what works for you might not work for me. 
find what works for you, your rest routine, your work routine, whatever fits in your shadow or how it works with your mm, body. Yeah. Make that, find it and make it work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, what else can I do but agree with that? Um, it, it's it's easier said than done, though. Yeah. You, um, I think you need to put in the work. It also depends on your employer. Because <laughs> if your employer is like... Where you know, we are, like, we're in Dubai, so we get to see everything. Yeah. But, you know, I love how you mentioned the work series and everything. That series was one of the best things that has happened to us this year. Yeah. Because it, like, changed our perspectives of, like... I'm here for a reason. Yeah. I can work and still reach out to people and still like, even if I'm not talking, my life is still an example to them. I can still teach them one or two things. So that was a really, really good series for us. I love how it just gives this truth that, you know, us who work in ministry full time, Mm -hmm. vocational ministry, basically, our jobs are not holier than yours. Yeah. It's it's the same thing. Yeah. To be honest. And for, for Uh, all the young people we want to go back to our young people right all the young people like like i like one thing i'm sure of that maybe some of y'all are facing is like what what course do i take Mm. like you know this is what i'm really passionate about this is where my gifts are at but my parents want me to you know to do this because we just talked about obey your parents right (laughs) so that is that is definitely something there and I love how, again, so, so if someone were to come out, so, yeah, it says obey your parents. So does that mean I can't listen to, like, my passions and gift things? Because, by the way, those are God-given as those well. Those are God-given right? talents, yeah. Um, what does God say about that? In the Lord. Mm. So honor and obey your parents in, in the Lord. The Lord. Mm, I like that. So it, it's, like, God is not uninvolved yeah. in your honoring and obeying of your parents he's very much involved in it Mm. and so it takes it takes faith to to walk to work and walk with god and to work and walk with your family and to work and walk with your peers because the moment you think that faith is not involved in any aspect in your life means you're saying, God, you're in this part of my life, but not in this part of my life. And I think, and I, you know, this, this does not snap and solve everything. Mm -hmm. But if we young people hear me out and to all the listeners who might not like, you know, there's only, there's, there's there's two (laughs) age groups. There's two age groups in church, young ones and the young once upon a time. Oh, wow. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Young must have put it. I just to use this somewhere. <laughs> so, you know, whatever age group you're in, you know, um, this this is not the magic pill that solves everything. Yeah. Because God is the one who does that. Um, like what you said with, with my story, you were like, you know, you, you heard me share my story. My story was like I was in customer service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> I was in customer service for seven years. Ooh, a lot of patience. A lot, lot of patience. <laughs> I should have not prayed for patience. <laughs> I was in customer service for seven years. I doubted myself. I questioned God every day. Why am I in this job when clearly my gifts are for this? Yeah. Because. And, and again, but it, like that was a time and season of molding, of, of knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 
I mean, I can't really say I discovered anything because, again, Word of God says, you know, not, nothing's new. Yeah. I, I, under under heaven, everything's already known. But I, I guess for myself, and you know, I just like, wow, God, you work in this way. Wow, oh. you're amazing. <laughs> you know, and and please take comfort that you can absolutely have faith. Yeah. And still be able to doubt yourself. That's true. Because in a world that demands that you should always be right, that's cruel. Mm. That's one of the most unkind, evil things to do to a person. Can you de- can you imagine? You you look at your mom and your dad, and you demand everything you say right now has to be all correct. You should have no flaws. Perfection. There's only one person who fits that category. Jesus. Jesus Jesus is the only one who fits that category. Yeah. He is the way, the truth, and the life. To put that pressure on someone else and worse of all, yourself, yourself. Please do the kind thing to yourself. I know the word of God says he is who who doubts is like isn't that's in a different context, yeah. by the way. That's, Guys always get to the context. I I really feel like we're doing a lot of that with scripture. We just read one verse and we're like, boom, this is what it says. Get to the context and read before and after. Ooh, amen, amen. Amen. So about that verse, by the way, just real quickly, that's yeah. regarding faith. Yeah. In God, not in yourself. So, you know, here's the thing though. Feel free to doubt yourselves, guys. Mm. Feel free to question yourselves, but always go back to the Word of God because the Word of God is tested and proven. Yeah. The Word of God will not fail. It has said things that it said would come to pass, and they have come to pass. And whatever it says will come, will come. Yeah. That's the beauty of the Word of God there. So, I mean, this is, I don't know if you want to end on this note, (laughs) but to the young people, please. Yeah. You know, because what you were saying, like we are just winding up to our last part of the podcast because I, especially when you said, like, don't put that pressure on another person and also on yourself about being perfect, about not making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we beat up ourselves about the things we've done or maybe some decisions we've taken. And then we're like, maybe that's why I'm here. I hate myself. Maybe I can't do anything right. And then, you know, you're just feeling like everything is going wrong because of you. But then... You have to take that pressure off of the people. Don't blame anyone. Don't blame yourself. And this is where trust in Jesus comes in. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is where trust in Jesus comes in. Because even with um, doing the things that God has told you to do, like it's not only in ministry, like in every area of your life, mm-hmm. even with the way you treat people, like in everything regarding whatever you're putting your hands to, mm-hmm. God has a say in it. Like, I feel like this is where you get to trust him, not yourself, not anything. Trust his plan, trust his way and his will. Because usually what we think is like all messed up and wrong now, in a few years, it's not messed up and wrong. Oh, man. He has a plan. Like, his plan is the divine plan. So, like, winding up to my last part of the podcast is like encouraging you as a young person, as a youth, to really put your trust in Jesus. You know, that's something that if we can just lean on like lean on the fact that you know god has a plan for me like that's what i'm always telling myself as a young person Mm. because um especially for me when i came here 
I was like, maybe this was a wrong move. I should have gone to another country, you mm, know? Yeah. Especially when I started working, it was so difficult. And I was yeah. like, because I was a young person with, my mind was always bubbling. Like mm, I always yeah. wanted to do a lot of stuff and yeah. I'm always trying to create stuff. And I came to a place where I couldn't create anymore. I had to work a full-time job and I was like, this is the wrong thing. Lord, where are we going to? And you know, like for me, I'm seeing like rest and seeing why it all happened four years after. It's not even like two or three years. So like if there's one thing I've learned is that trust God's plan and his timing. It might take a while, but he's, mm. like you said, he's molding you. You might not even see what he's molding you for or what he's teaching you, but then down the line, you'll get to see whatever he has, you know, planned for you to see. Yeah. So, uh, and and uh, yeah, I like what Galatians says about, we read this earlier, since yeah. we are living by the spirit that's far low, far, <laughs> far low, <laughs> let's follow the spirit's leading in every part of yeah. our lives. And And, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people like, so how do I do that? Mm. To be honest, faith. Yeah. There's a lot of faith going. It, it There's like, again, I, I, I have, like, I've read a couple of epistles from Paul. And when Paul is so sure about something, it's usually about the gospel. Yeah. But as to whether or not he was supposed to go here, do this, do that, go here, go that. Like one of my favorite, um, uh, catchphrases from Paul <laughs> was when, you know, Lord, like, this is me paraphrasing it, but basically mm. he was saying that, Lord, I am afflicted with pains and diseases and stuff. I've, I've been shipwrecked and everything. Um, but I want to, I want to do some more. Like what you said, I wow. want to do more. I want to do more. I want to yeah. spread the gospel. If you will heal me right now, Lord, I can do it. And the Lord replies to him. My, my grace is sufficient. So not, like, you know, not by might, not by power, yeah, but by, but the, spirit. by the Spirit. Yeah. Says the Lord, so, so to the young person, you know, who's listening to, these, to this podcast right now, take heart because you have a God who loves you perfectly. Yeah. And uh, you don't understand it right now. You don't, you did, like, like, you didn't understand the four years and whatever. Oh, I didn't. I didn't understand the seven years <laughs> yeah. in customer service. But here we are right now, and all we can talk about is the goodness of God. This doesn't mean we're not going to have bad days ahead of us. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I had a bad day yesterday, by the way. But, like, you know, something about bad days is, like, the next day, you never know what's going to happen. So I had a bad day yesterday, and today, this morning, well, you're going to find out what I had a bad day. (laughs) Today, this morning, my my wife saw my uh, apology gift. And oh. then she was like, is this your apology gift? I was like, y- yes. <laughs> and she's like, hmm. you know, and then and then we made up. And so, yeah. Someone told me the other day, a happy wife is a happy life. Uh, well, yeah, no, you know. It, <laughs> I won't deny that. I won't deny that. It, it, it is, it is uh, wonderful. It is wonderful. It is wonderful, wonderful yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I just want us to touch on like two or three things before we end the podcast. Uh, I want us to talk about um, friendships and Mm -hmm. what you said, fear of missing out. Okay, yes. On the young person Mm -hmm. before we get to the end. So Mm -hmm. what would you like? Okay, friendships, fear of missing out and stuff like music and entertainment. Because I feel like that's something that's really revolving around. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, what, what is your advice on this? 
two or three things I just mentioned to okay. the young person. That's good. That's good. Okay. Um, and it's actually tricky. Yeah. <laughs> and the, there, there's a reason why I say it's tricky. So normally, here's the thing. There's this catchphrase that's been going on. And you can actually kind of mention it anyway, but I know where your heart is when coming, where your heart is coming from. With mm. that. It, basically, there's a phrase that says, uh, bad behavior corrupts. Oh, uh, yeah. Like good character, mm-hmm. right? So, and that's actually very true. Um, Psalms supports it. Mm-hmm. You know, blessed is the man who reads the word of God, meditates on it day and night, and does not sit with the seat of the wicked the scoffers right so yes it is wisdom there is wisdom it's good wisdom yeah to have good friends there is wisdom in keeping the right kind of company um and yeah so i'm all for it like if you can be friends with your pastor please be friends with (laughs) it's so sad when you're not friends with your pastor yeah that's a hard life guys right yeah (laughs) so be friends with your pastor be friends with like if if you can't be friends with your parents yes (laughs) um be be friends with with people who will encourage you love you but also with people who will challenge you yeah please if you find your friends you find yourself in a in a group of people who all all they do is agree with you. Yeah, that, that that's... it's that that's not working, guys. Even if they're Christians, <laughs> exactly. it's like it's not working. Yeah. And also, you know, I I think I read something the other day about you know, it was like this carousel on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she was like, uh, "Did they tell you like uh, non Christian friends will be bad for you and everything? Or oh, they are the most sinful people in the world? Don't talk to them." But mm-hmm. she was like, "That's not right," and I kind of saw where she was coming from with the post because she was like, when you stay away from those people, then who changes them? Mm-hmm. Who speaks the word into their lives? Yeah, or exactly. who teaches them or something right. like that? So in, in my way, how I want to see it is you can use a lot of discernment with how you make friends, how you keep friends or how you relate with them. Like, mm. you, you know where to sit and where not to sit because there's something like, there is this thing for me, I always say it, like, I, I know Jesus, like Jesus sat with the, yeah, the he sinners. sat with sinners and everything. Yeah. But then how I see this story is they became like him. He didn't yeah. become like them. Yes, exactly. So there is a lot of discernment and wisdom, as you mentioned. Yeah. If we want to go with like um, friendships or the people around yes. you, you can really ask the spirit of God for help. And uh, what I want to add with that, therefore, so like basically, so what we're saying is, be a Christian, have yeah. your Christian friends, mm. but don't leave your non-Christian friends yeah, behind. behind. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a. I'm gonna say that's a jerk move. <laughs> I'm gonna say that right now. That's a jerk move. That happened to me, by the way. Yeah. So like, oh, such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're, we're, we've reconciled now. Um. So, some before Jesus did that, what did Jesus do? Okay. Before he hung around with the sinners, he went to the desert. For oh. 40 days, right? Mm-hmm. He fasted. Um, he was, uh, so people say that, um, scripture supports it, that Jesus started his ministry when he was um, uh, 30, right? Yes. So he had 30 years of foundation, right? And then before starting his public ministry, he prepared for it, even got baptized, mm-hmm. you know, before it. Um, so what does this mean? I would say this. 
So something practical. Um, to the young believer, surround yourself first with people who will remind you of what God has put you on this earth for. Mm-hmm. Remind yourself of people who will encourage you and challenge you with God's word mm-hmm. so that you can become a person filled with the spirit and wisdom so that when you do go out and befriend and love and reach out to your friends who have who don't know Jesus yet then hopefully you'll be like Jesus who went to the world but did not become oh, of the world, the world yeah. but instead brought people out of it that's amazing so yeah that that's what i have to say about friendships yeah yeah so it's a, it's a very broad topic i think yeah um and i think i think that's that's very practical it's yeah. ve- i think it's very doable and uh but here's the thing uh you might have to be the one to initiate it you yeah. might have to be the one to approach your pastor yeah. so again i challenge you this is a challenge um if you guys don't do it you know if you don't uh, if you guys don't start it or maybe someone has started it for you but you have not responded here's your chance here's your chance guys. do it you can do it you can do it yeah um uh, so yeah fomo uh, well here's this one is my personal favorite for some <laughs> reason okay start, what what do you have to say about fomo okay so like backtrack okay <laughs> like backtrack for me like um as a young person mm-hmm. i used to i feel like there was this time in my life where i just felt like maybe i'm not a youth enough you know cuz all my friends were doing the the stuff mhm not youth enough <laughs> You know, there was this time my aunt, because it was like a culture back home, like when we would have like this big um, holidays in yeah, the yeah, yeah. in the country, they would like create this little, I don't know if I should call them clubs, okay. but they would create like this little, this little dance halls for, okay. for now kids, underage kids. And you'd see kids would go wild out. And then, you know, I'd have, um, we were in school and mm-hmm. you'd see people who kept multiple boyfriends and it was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. It was like if you're not doing it, you're not doing it. So there was a lot of pressure, like as a ki- as a young person yeah, growing yeah. up. So, like my aunt would usually say, "I'm so old because at some point, like I didn't really feel anything. If they're doing it, they're doing it. I'm on my own." Mm-hmm. So, like at and then at some point, I was like, "Oh, maybe you should start doing these things." But then at some point again, I feel like for me, like it was like a wrestle between. Mm-hmm. It's not who you are, and you know, mm-hmm. follow the trend and those kind of. And there are still some young adults who might like. Let me just follow the trend for now, and not everyone would necessarily maybe hold on to some yeah. little values and everything. Yeah. So it is something that is like we need to talk about it more because yeah. some some kids are just pressured now. I feel like there's a lot of pressure more peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I that that's that's actually true. So. Hmm. I'll I'll just base it on I guess I, we we all grow up differently, differently. right? Differently, yeah. Um, but something that definitely worked out for me. Um. Well, here's the thing. Just a warning. <laughs> I was bullied for this. Eventually, I just grew out of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I remember a time when everyone was into, and this might tie in with music as well. Mm-hmm. Everyone was into um, dance, yeah. rave music. 
but I was still into Linkin Park back then. I was like, you know, I was that angsty guy. But here's the thing. I generally just love their music. Yeah. I love rock music. I love like, you know, that, that kind of kind of sound. Um, and I love, like my friends love basketball. I love building models. Wow. Uh, my friends love um, going to different schools and meeting girls. I love like that's what they would do after class. It was like, okay, let's go to the other school. There's there's some pretty <laughs> cute girls there. I would be like, they would on the way to the other schools. I was on my way to the internet cafe, nice, and just playing online games. And okay, all right. So they were they were on their way to the girl the girls in different schools. <laughs> I was on my way because I was just like, is, I have I have my computer games, and in a way, it, it's sad to say, but. Like, I had my own world. <laughs> like, everyone else was doing this. I have my own world. Um, and, like, they were, they were like, at first they were just like, hey, come on, come on. And then they were like, mm. But here's the thing, though. My, my mistake was, like, I called them out in a way that, yeah, your thing doesn't really interest me. So to them, it was like, oh, so you're better than yeah. us. So I got bullied for it. But then I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, they didn't. Anyway, so. My my point being is that I, I think with that story is that well, don't be afraid if you genuinely have your own interests. Yeah. And not everyone's into what you're interested in. I mean, this kind of goes with the whole you do you kind yeah. of philosophy. <laughs> but so yeah, I, I there's that. But but in a way, what I actually want to say here is that. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to follow the flow yeah. all the time. But, again, it also takes discernment and love for others to, you know, sometimes it might be nice to not just think about what you're into yeah. and actually consider what someone else is into. But, and again, the, like, the the question now is, oh, so does this mean it's okay for me to party and, you know, go go to go out to the clubs as well? This is where wisdom comes in. Wisdom comes in. Right? Um, the Word of God says, everything is permissible, mm -hmm. but not everything is beneficial. That's true. So in my example, in my story, computer games weren't all that beneficial. You know, not everything in there was beneficial. Not everything I was into was beneficial. Yeah. Um. So, you know, again, this is where I go back to that catchphrase earlier. Feel free to doubt yourself. Yeah. But don't doubt the truth of God. So you always have the truth of God to fall back onto when you're doubting yourself the most. Yeah. And I feel like you should like weigh, weigh how heavy this thing is on you. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, like for me, I never used to, like, I never used to be comfortable in maybe a place with loud music mm. or people going off everywhere. Like, my whole system shuts down. That was something that for me, I just saw it as an alarm that this is not where you're supposed to be. Get out of here. Get out of here, you know? <laughs> so, like, like, get to know where you stand, where, where sometimes your spirit is telling you this one is not for you. You, like, for me, I like reading. I like going to the library. Yeah. It's not something someone else would want to do. But then I don't have to change that fact about me just because I want to, you know, fit in or follow off all the fear of missing out on something. So 
like you said, discernment and wisdom sometimes, so you know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this though. There is a form of FOMO mm -hmm. that's very valid for me. <laughs> Which one is that? Family gathering. Oh. <laughs> I know it's hard. Like, oh, but you're in Dubai and your family. I know. But it's definitely something I regret. Mm. That a lot of my childhood, I was, you know, rebellious. And, yeah. like, I would see all the family photos. And most of them, I wasn't in there. Mm. And it just... Like, there's a part of me that it breaks my heart. Yeah. So when when I reconciled with my family, specifically with my dad, I was just like, oh, is there a reunion? Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go. Oh, we're going to grandma's? Let's go. We're going to grandpa? Let's go. Priorities, guys. Yeah. I think that's what we're saying here. Priorities. Priorities. Yeah. There's a phrase, right? Um, Don't um, don't prioritize your schedule. Mm. Schedule your priorities. And that that nice, also applies nice. to work. That applies to work. <laughs> it applies to work. We it should applies, learn that here. It applies to work. So, yeah. Um, uh, everything is permissible. But yeah. not everything is, is, is beneficial. So, um, guys, listen to this podcast again. and, and <laughs> Feel free to take notes. <laughs> Feel free to take notes. Feel free to open the word of God and see, mm, is, it, is it wise? Is yeah. It, yeah. And you should like, Try to read more of the gospel. I think Apostle Paul has so much to say about so many things we're going through these days. Yeah, yeah. And he's like my favorite person. You know, I got this uh, tweet on Twitter and they were like, who would you want to meet first when you get to heaven? And I was like, Apostle Paul, do I even have to think about That's it? That's an interesting question yeah, It's right an now. interesting um, question. <laughs> no, not Paul for me. Oh my God. Sorry, sorry. Paul is not in my, not the top one person Why? I want to meet. Uh, like there's, there's like. I know there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Ugh, the list. But hmm, right now, there's there's two people. There's two people. <laughs> um, number one would probably be uh, Job. Oh, that's nice. Like, I really just want to ask him. No, oh, no, sorry. Not Job. Well, Job is one. Okay, so here are my top three. Here's my top three. <laughs> I'll give you a top three. Uh, Job. Because mm -hmm. I was like, I just want to tell him, Job, you know, everything you went through, that yeah. helped me so much. Wow. Okay. Number two. Jonah. Because I was like, so were you swallowed by a whale? What fish was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just want to know. That's going to be like story time. <laughs> I just want to know. And then finally, uh, I want to meet Adam. Oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first one, I get it. The second two, I'm, I'm going to process it. <laughs> Adam, why? Adam, why? Why'd you do that to us? Why? You know, he has to tell us. He has to tell us yeah. more. But then, yeah. So, so far, I haven't thought of so many. But for support, is at the top of my mind. Because, yeah. you know, for me, I really face a lot of challenges. Like, holding on to my faith mm -hmm. when everyone is always going left and right. And mm -hmm. then, at some point, for me, like, personally, I got tired of explaining yeah. my faith to people. Yeah. Like, you have to tell them why you choose this. Why you gotta do this. So, mm -hmm. I was like, Every time I read about him and I saw everything that he went through and still stood firm for the Lord, I was like, this guy is my guy. Inspired by the guy. So, <laughs> so but the last one now, we, we, are, we are like closing off. Um, talking about music and okay. entertainment. All right. You know, I really just want to touch on this because I, I, I think it's something that we, it really influences how people think, how people dress, how people, yes, you know, absolutely. view things in life, you know. I mean... I, I still dress the same way I dress because of me listening to 
um, Lincoln Park. Mm. And now me mentioning their band name uh, might cause some of you to Google them. L- Google them, and I'm like, go ahead, <laughs> you know. Um, so what do I have to say about music and the like? Yeah, know. entertainment um, in a whole, you know, all all, all the stuff, movies, everything in it. Okay, so I actually recently just had this conversation with a guy who's who's like, um. You know, I'm I'm gonna stop watching these kinds of things because there's like demons in it. Mm. There's like, you know, um, it's like wh- which which one specifically? Like, I don't want to watch The Walking Dead anymore. Like all the the trending yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to watch Wednesday. You know, oh. that she's been trending a lot, right? Yeah, I saw the what I just forgot the dance. Go- yeah, I saw the dance and I saw the whole whatever trailer. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. word. Oh yeah. my god! So. I just told myself I'm not going to watch it. For me, like, personally, for a while, I kind of, I wouldn't say cancel Nollywood, but I still do watch some Marvel movies. Mm. But I really was just like, I'm done with these people. I don't want to see anything they're doing anymore. Because mm-hmm. I just felt like, like you know, they were doing so much of trying to instill their culture into, into our minds. Mm. And in many ways, I could even see traces of the Bible in many of their movies and they're changing a lot of stuff. So I was like, I, and I also wanted something to watch with my family. That would be nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So what I got, I love that you brought that up because again, my, my guy was like, no, I don't want to watch it anymore because blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I have, there's, if there's something not, you know, um, godly in it, or if there's something other than the godly, like if uh, the presence of the godly, is not in there, and the presence of demonic is in there. I'm not. I'm not watching that. Mm. So I was like, "How do you find Lord of the Rings?" Oh, I love Lord of oh. the Rings. <laughs> Did you know that Lord of the Rings is the gospel told yeah. in a different way? And in a totally like, different way. And I told him, mm, "You know the Balrog in the Lord of the Rings." Ooh, uh, uh, so that was his reply. Do you know the the sword that Aragorn uh, had in the, la- the the second one? I think that summoned the dead <laughs> to fight for him. Oh my god! And you know how the dead was the, the sign that because he had that sword, the dead was were basically saying, "You are the king." Oh my god! And then he was like, "Ah." So, mm. so basically, you know what you saying that? Let me just say something. <laughs> you know. There's something. You know why he didn't notice? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I've been seeing this. Like, it's covered up in artistic and creativity. And it's just that we're being creative. We're just being artistic. Mm-hmm. And you don't really know what you're watching. Some people don't know, unless you know. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, though. Um, and, again, I'm okay with either side. If you're yeah. for the side that if there's anything in it like that, I don't want to watch it for my own sake. Yeah. And I think that's valid mm. because if 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 your soul is not okay with it, yeah. then don't you don't have to watch don't it. Have to. But here's the other side. Mm. If your reasoning for not watching something is because of the presence of the demonic, but you support Lord of the Rings where apparently there is mm. a presence of the demonic. Here's another thing. How do you now reconcile that with scripture? Yeah. That talks about the demonic Mm-hmm. Right, so if if something you know, uh, if it's mentioned there, so I'm, I'm like, like where where does it you know where does your um, uh, criteria now 
have to be based on. So whether you like it or not, we are like what when what we mentioned earlier. We live in a world. We live in an unkind world, and it's it's currently filled with the hmm, you guessed it right the demonic. (laughs) It's all around you in the music, in arts, in media, in business, in politics. It's everywhere, and the and here's something that you can take heart. One day we will be free from all of these, but that's one day. Right now, what Jesus says is, in this life, you will have trials and challenges, persecution and tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world so here's what i say to the young believer to the new believer should you or should you not stop watching listening doing practicing some things let me just end with this ask yourself before you do that ask yourself like really painstakingly ask yourself there's a lot of things going on in my head but ask yourself is it loving mm. because true. the word of god says to love the lord your god with everything you have and to love others in the same way as you love yourself yeah. so for example you're out with your friend like i'm like you know me and my wife and you together and you're like hey let's watch a movie now that i know that you're sensitive to you know, that kind of content. I wouldn't choose, hey, let's watch Doctor Strange in the, in the multiverse of madness. There's literally zombies in there, right? <gasps> Spoiler yeah. alert, sorry. Anyway, so I wouldn't do that to you. Maybe yeah. we'd, we'd watch something else, you know. Why? Because it's the loving thing for us to do. And if you're like, oh, this is not on, so now I can't watch it, you can watch it on your own. So, yeah, that's that's my take on it. Yeah, and think while you were talking this scripture kept coming in my mind mm-hmm. you know how jesus says we 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 can be in the world but not of the world yeah so because we literally are <laughs> yeah yeah we are in the world so uh i was trying to read a scripture but then the scripture is disappearing on me but then i got it again so well, i'm just gonna round off with this i read from first timothy uh, 4 verse 12 it says don't let anyone despise your youth, but set an example for the believers in like five things, in speech, mm-hmm. in conduct, mm-hmm. in love, mm-hmm. in faith, and in purity. Amen. And I feel like we've touched on each and every one of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you just closed off with in love. Like, think about those things and even how you uh, talk to people, how you conduct yourself. Yes, um, is it loving? Is it loving? So um how you walk in faith so how you live in purity and all yeah. those things as a young person so basically guys uh these scriptures are all going to be in the show notes so you can take your time and go through them again and read and feel free to listen to the episode all over again all yes. over again because i feel like a lot was said mm-hmm. and i might have ike again some other time <laughs> <laughs> because i really really did enjoy having to you know Listen to him this share. Was a, and this also, was a delightful time. It was. Thank you so much for taking our time to, you know, he, he just got off, guys. <laughs> oh, 
for taking your time to be here for like what one hour almost one hour 20 minutes it's fine yeah for yeah. the next generation of yeah, leaders <laughs> but i am so grateful to you and i'm so thankful that you know i got to meet you and you. i got to hear so much about the things you're doing for god and how you're so passionate about the young people and you know i love his honesty to be honest because you know i i think we could use more honest christians in the world you know Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it ironic that we have a lot of lying Christians? Yeah. <laughs> you know, someone said if you're gonna say the whole story, say everything. Don't sugarcoat it or remove the good parts and tell us the nice parts. Yeah. Just be honest because I feel like the real testimony is in the struggle. Yeah. Is in maybe the times you doubted yourself or you quit or something like that. So that's where the testimony is, not yeah. in the God saved me everything. Blah blah blah. But then, kind of why my top one person I want to meet is Job. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's he's number one. But the, the last two, we have to talk about that oh, after yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> so, but guys, I hope you were blessed by this episode. And if you have any questions, uh, the email is there. You can send in your questions through the email. And the Instagram is always open. You can send in a DM or reply to this podcast on Spotify. There's a place there for you to put in your questions or any reviews or anything you have that might have we might have said or you want to ask a question or anything concerning our topic of today uh you can feel free to do that and reach out to me anytime and if you want to connect with ike i'm gonna have a link to his instagram and his facebook in the show notes but mm-hmm. what's your name on instagram and what's your name on facebook um that's a that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> so on on facebook i'm ike uh lariosa okay. um so lariosa is L A. R-I-O-S-A. Oh, so Ike is not I-K-E. That's the usual spelling. Mine is A-I-K. Nice. Yep. And my Instagram handle? Yes, your Instagram handle. Uh, <laughs> I used to say username. So I was like, what's username? We like, are evolving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're getting there. So uh, my handle is A-A-C-E-234. Nice. But I, I am going to have a username. link to it. Yes, yes. Yes, he's a, he's a unique one. So <laughs> there's going to be a link there. You can connect with him. And he works with a lot of young people. So if you have any questions, feel free to connect with him and get to know what he's about, what he's doing, whatever he's up to, and just be a part of what God is doing. Yes. Yeah. Please do. Please do. <laughs> so I really like to encourage you, if you have something that God has been pressing in your heart, uh, it would be nice for you to listen and actually obey. I, I heard someone say the other day that the, the blessing isn't the... It's in the obedience, you know. Mm-hmm. The blessing is in the obedience. So if he tells you to serve in oh, the yeah. welcome team, you know, you actually serving there is the obedience. If he tells you to be nice to your colleague today, that's you doing it, it's where the blessing is. Absolutely. Yeah. I I fully agree with that. Um <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I, I don't want to add anything else that because I think that's already a beautiful quote in itself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so guys, well, I'll see you in the next episode next week. Woo! Yeah, next week. <laughs> we are just talking about rest. Oh my god. Oh wow. Hustle. This girl be hustling. Ah. No, no. It's okay, guys. It's, it's okay. okay. It's, it's okay. It's, it's for the we're, we're keeping an eye out on her. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. I think he's checking on me now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure to share this episode with someone and just uh spread, you know, sharing is caring, guys. Yes. Bye. See you next week. Say bye. Ike. Bye. <laughs>